0: There are some great ways to easily add content to your website. It's fairly simple to automatically pull in the latest news from various sources, but is it a good idea to do it? Before we get into that though, I'm Mickey Mellon and this is A Brighter Web, episode number 32, brought to you by all of us at Green Mellon. Our goal with this podcast is to give you quick weekly insights for news, products, and ideas so we can all make the web a brighter place to be. These might be actual web tips talking about strategy, search engines, WordPress plugins, and UX, or it might be productivity ideas to help you get more done and free up your time to do great things. We also want to thank our sponsor, GoWP.com. GoWP provides white-label WordPress support for agencies and web professionals. Use code ABW for a 15% discount on any monthly plan. Today we'll talk more about fetching content from other websites, no following guest post links, new tools in the Google Assistant SDK, and more. Let's dig in. Google always pushes the idea of adding value to your users, and republishing content that can be found elsewhere typically doesn't add value. Search Engine Roundtable has a great article about this, and they use the example of articles from the AP posted on literally hundreds of websites. I'm sure you've seen this before. The key is that when 500 sites post the same article, only one site will rank at the top for it. It's worth spending the time to generate unique quality content, and your efforts will go much further. Google says to nofollow all guest post links. File this under the stuff we pretty much already knew. If someone writes a guest blog on your site, you should nofollow almost all the links. Google's John Mueller says, quote, I would almost go so far to say, well, even those kinds of guest posts where you contribute significantly to the site, maybe it just makes sense to have those links as nofollow and have it such that you kind of profit from the people who actually go to your site because I think you wrote something fantastic and they're really interested in hearing more from you. So again, guest posting is something people have done a bit unscrupulously over the past few years and Google's really cracking down on that and your safest bet is just to nofollow all those guest post links so people can still follow them but they don't get the credit for them that may be the reason they're posting on your site in the first place. Related to this, a long-term no index will lead to no follow on links. It's something I've never really thought about before, but kind of makes sense. So to be clear, no indexing a page says to Google, Google, don't save this page in your index. Don't have it come up in search results. You can still check it out, see what happens, but don't save it in your index. No follow is something you put on specific links saying, hey, Google, see this link here. Don't count that against what's going on on the site. Don't have the link actually count to benefit the site that's receiving it. So what John Mueller is saying here, quote, so it's kind of tricky with noindex, which I think is something that's somewhat of a misconception in general within the SEO community, in that we noindex and follow is still the case that we see the noindex. Say in the first step, we say, okay, you don't want this page shown in the search results. We'll still keep it in our index. We just won't show it, and then we can follow those links. But if we see the noindex there for longer than we think this page really doesn't want to be in the search, we'll remove it completely, and then we won't follow the links anyhow. So noindex and nofollow are essentially the same kind of thing. There's really no big difference in the long run. So. What you saying, if you're going to no-index a page, assume all the links will be no-followed as well. If Google's not going to see the page, they're eventually no longer going to care about those links either. Google's testing a More Results mobile search interface. They've tested it before, but Google's again testing a More Results link in mobile search results. Rather than clicking on Next Page, you just click More Results and keep on going. They're also testing suggested refinement options, where they give you a single tap to refine your search for things such as narrowing down product lines or colors. They're both still in testing and may or may not roll out to a wider audience, but it's good to see Google continuing to tweak that kind of thing. The Google Assistant software development kit adds more languages and a few other features. So Google's added a couple neat new features to the Google Assistant SDK. Along with a bunch of new languages, the SDK now includes more customized settings, including changing the device's language, location, and nickname, and enabling personalized results. If you're a developer, these are great tweaks. For the rest of us, this just means that developers can do more with Google Assistant, which will likely surface in the form of many third-party smart speakers coming up this next year. Google is again showing third-party reviews in the search results. So Google got into trouble about seven years ago for scraping third-party reviews from sites like TripAdvisor and Yelp without permission. They removed those reviews after they got in trouble, but now they have a new system where publishers can actually opt in to have the reviews included on Google's site. So you may see reviews from some third-party sites show up in the local results alongside the Google reviews. We've long said that you should be getting reviews on more than just Google, and this is another reason why. It's thought that Google looked at those other reviews when ranking you, and now they're actually going to be showing them on Google to some extent as well. So it's worth trying to get reviews wherever you can in a legitimate way. To take that a bit further, Google Maps has now changed the review guidelines with a new conflict of interest section that clarifies that reviews must be honest and unbiased, including not allowing, quote, Posting negative content about a current or former employment experience, or posting negative reviews about, quote, a competitor to manipulate their rankings. While people can and probably will continue to do these kind of shady things, this at least gives you an avenue with Google to dispute those reviews and possibly get them removed, something that's typically impossible to do. If you've tried to get a negative review removed from Yelp or Google, you'll find it's very difficult, but if you can point to a specific terms of service issue with that review, you may have a little more luck with it. And lastly, for our tip of the week, save some offline movies from Netflix. We traveled a good bit over the holidays. If you travel, you'll probably find that your home internet is much faster than anywhere you visit. We were in a couple of hotels and on the airline and airports at my folks' house and stuff, and none of them had anywhere close to the speed we had at home. And so it was very convenient that we had preloaded Netflix movies on our kids' laptops. So we got our kids Chromebooks for Christmas, and they preloaded a bunch of stuff through Netflix, through the Android app, which now you can load Android apps on most new Chromebooks. So by loading the Netflix app on their Chromebook, they were able to download offline a bunch of movies and have them on the plane wherever we went. Convenient way to do it. It's a great new feature from Netflix, Uh, you can do it with other services to some degree as well. I encourage you to check that out, particularly before you travel. And that's all we have for this week. You can find me on Twitter at mickmel, M-I-C-K-M-E-L, or learn lots more at greenmelonmedia.com. And you can find out more about the podcast, including show notes and links, as well as video tutorials and many other resources over at abrighterweb.com. If you're in the Atlanta area, come check out our meetup held twice each month. If you're not in the Atlanta area, we post recaps on the site soon after each meetup. Either way, you can learn more about that at abrighterweb.com meetup. Thanks for listening.